What's going on, everybody? This is Scotty Long with Fast Performance, Rocky Mountain Professional Wrestling, and Athletic Trainer for the Colorado Mammoth. And you're listening to the E's and B's podcast. Get you some. Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. Welcome back. Happy holidays. This is the E's and B's, the bigger eggs of pro wrestling sport podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie B. Feels like it's been like two months since I've got back here on the podcast scene, but we have so much to talk about. That's right, he is back. It yes, he's back on TNT, showing up Wednesday night. Let me know what you guys think out there on the E's and B's podcast. Like, share, subscribe, share to a friend, pass the gravy, spread the butter. You know what to do. Follow us at easeandbees.org. I can't believe it. That's right. We've hit December. Three more Fridays left with me, Eddie B. That's right. 2020 is about to come to an end. I'm sure some of you out there are big... Very excited for it to end. Some of you, maybe not. Me, on the other hand, I'm stationary. I'm glad 2020 happened. There's a few things that was very good for me, and there's a few that obviously were very bad, so that's all right. Let's not start off on a negative. Let's start off on a positive. Welcome back to the E's and B's podcast. Yes, we missed you last week. Like I said, I hope you had a very, very good Thanksgiving. We did here. We didn't go far. We kept it close. Follow the uh, policies and all the guidelines. Make sure that we did the right thing. Hope you all did, too, the same thing out there. Let me know what you guys think here. We got a big, big buffet today, but it's not going to be one of the heaviest buffets. It's going to be one of the lightest buffets. That's right. It's Breakfast Fitness. This week, I've got special guest, Scotty Long, coming in. That's right. He's going to talk everything healthy about the holidays. I know, with all the good things coming up, all the great presents and foods, we, we got Scotty Long coming to tell us what's the right steps to do and going forward into the new year as well. But, you know, here on the Ease of Bees, we're going to dive into the sports. We're going to dive into the wrestling. And we're going to talk a little bit of meat with Scotty Long, some scrambled eggs we got going, and we'll have Lauren on the toast. But let's dive right into everybody's favorite, the sunny side up. All right, guys. Like I said, I missed you last week. We got a lot of stuff we're not going to touch on since we're here uh Two weeks back, we're just going to touch on what happened last week here in the NFL real quick. I got a little bit of college football to talk about. I want to get some thoughts from you guys. 
Hey, if you didn't know, on Thanksgiving week, we did do an unboxing video on Julia's birthday. That's right. My girl turned 11. We did an unboxing, so check it out. We're still waiting on a couple winners out there. Also, don't forget, the merch store is still available. All kinds of specials going on. 35% off of all the shirts. $13. You can't beat it, guys. They're great shirts. I got several of my own. But hey, let's jump right in here. NFL, four games to dive into this week. First, right off the bat, it was the Saints over the Broncos, 31-3. to But that's not the story I want to talk about. The story was what happened going into this. That's right. The Broncos were down three quarterbacks, all because of COVID. And yeah, there was a lot of talk, you know, that they got done dirty. But let's be honest, when you lie and you don't play by the rules and follow the rules... You get bit by the horns, and that's what happened to the Broncos. They got bit by the horns. They had to scramble, get a guy that they've never, you know, played quarterback in the NFL in his life. He's actually a receiver on the practice squad. Comes in with less than 24 hours notice. Doesn't know any plays. Hey, you know, they didn't get blown out, or shut out, I should say. They got blown out, but uh, mad props to Kendall Hilton, excuse me, um, I think he did an excellent job out there for them, and I think uh, going forward... He's going to get a payday someday in the future. So mad props out there, Kendall. Anyways, after that, game number two, Chiefs over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's right, pouty face Tom Brady once again lost by three points. They had it. You know, he just fell short, a couple short completions. I don't think that things were going his way all day long, and uh, that's not the story of the game. The story of the game was the first two quarters my man, Tyreek Hill, with 209 yards, setting NFL records, had three touchdowns. The dude looked unstoppable. Called in for backup, promised him backup was on the way. Wow, folks, what a game for him. But the Chiefs hold on, 27-24, that's right. They moved right on into second place, right behind the Steelers, which we'll talk about here in just a second. After that was Game 3, Patriots over the Cardinals. That's right, Nick Folk with a last-second field goal, holding on to squeak one out when Murray gave up an interception late to put him in the opportunity for the win. Yeah, I'm not very happy about that. I was really pulling for the Cardinals. You know me, a Dolphins fan. I need those Patriots to keep losing no matter if they're even not in the playoff chase. Uh, now, the last game of the week I want to talk about was the game that took all week to play. That's right. It didn't happen till Wednesday. Uh, up here in Colorado, there's disputes with Dish and stuff, so if you have that, you didn't even get to see the game. I had to watch the game on my phone. But uh, the Steelers holding on barely by five over the uh, Ravens. A very close game. Another situation where the quarterback was uh, a backup situation. RG3 playing for the first time this year. Looked great at, in spots. <laughs> and then he looked like he pulled a hamstring. Uh, after that, it was all downhill. Nothing much after that. They kept it close, but not enough. The Steelers staying undefeated. That's right, 72 Dolphins. Hold your breath. One more week. Uh, I hope they hope they lose. Anyways, other winners, Dolphins, Texans, Washington football team, Falcons, Vikings, Browns, Titans, Giants, Bills, 49ers, Packers, and Seahawks. Another great week. Uh, some more games getting pushed back. We'll talk about that next week going in. Another great guest coming up next week also. But hey, jumping right on in the Sony side up, keep moving here. We're going to dive into the uh, top 10 of the NCAA football rankings this week. Well, my bitch is uh, still coming with IU only moving up to number 10 when they were number 12 going into this week. Only getting two spots. Like I said, their only loss is Ohio State. Come on, committee, give them some love. They beat Wisconsin tomorrow. I think they need to be closer than what they are right now. That's just me being a homer IU fan. 
After that, number nine, Miami Hurricanes. Number eight, BYU. Number seven, Cincinnati. Now it's time for the playoff teams. Number six, Florida. Five, Texas A&M. Four, Clemson. Three, Ohio State. Two, Notre Dame. And once again, Alabama holding it down at number one. A couple games already canceled. Once again, Ohio State not playing again this week. So it's going to be questionable going if they can get six games in and be eligible for the Big Ten Conference Finals. Ah, that's going to be crazy. Let me know what you guys think, all you Big Ten fans out there. I think if they don't get six games, they don't, they're don't. they not eligible. IU has to be in that spot as long as they put them away tomorrow and move forward into Purdue in a week from now. We'll see what happens. That's going to wrap up the football talk this week, guys. We're going to jump right into the wrestling. we got so much wrestling to talk about. So much crazy things have happened within two weeks. We're just going to dive in what just happened recently here uh, last week on SmackDown. That's last uh, 11-27, just uh, last Friday. Started out with uh, Jay Uso and Roman, you know, meeting. Roman pretty much telling him he wasn't uh, happy with how things turned out with him, and he's just holding him accountable. So uh, after it was all said and done, Uso taking his anger out on our boy Otis. Yeah, that's right, man. Otis gets a couple ca- chair shots. Man, take it easy. Uh, all us Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling guys, we, we love Otis, and uh, we're not, we don't like to see him get attacked like that, so... Uh... We'll keep a closer eye on that and keep you updated as it goes forward. After that, just some more winners off of SmackDown that night. We had uh, Dolph Ziggler and, and Robert Roode getting the win over Street Profits. Sami Zayn getting a count-out win once again over Daniel Bryan. And it seems like every week he's getting one of those kind of wins. Uh, Bianca Belair getting a win over Natalia. Our boy uh, Murphy with the Mysterio family sticking their nose in there where it doesn't belong. He gets the win over uh, King Corbin. And the main event of the night was Kevin Owens getting the win over Jey Uso. But uh, Jey Uso attacked Daniel Bryan earlier in the night with a chair, taking some more anger out. But at the end of the night, he loses to Kevin Owens. And Owens just takes it to him with the chair, getting in the camera, saying he's not scared of Roman Reigns and the head of the table. He said at the commentator's table... A lot of good stuff. Let me know what you think out there. Like, share, subscribe. Easeandbees.com. Follow us on all of the places where you find all your podcasts at or wherever you watch YouTube or Twitter. Follow us. After that, guys, we got Raw coming up. That's Raw happened this Monday. Another great show. We're just going to ramble off a few winners here to go down the list. Looks like Jeff Hardy got the win over Elias in a symphony match. That's a symphony destruction match where all of the instruments were out there. Of course, we had our truth popping out of the piano. They could not hold back with the comedy. Uh, I'll tell you who my favorite is in the scrambled egg segment later on. Uh, this about these uh, five brands this week definitely was not raw, but it was an okay show, minus some of the uh, hideous comedy they had going on. After that, Slapjack gets the win over Ricochet, getting a little bit of distraction going on the outside on Ricochet. That's why he loses to slapjack but uh once again i'm not a fan of the retribution you guys know that out there let me know what you guys think of them seems like we're getting a lot more of them going through the ringer each week and uh they're getting the wins here and there but still not no impressing uh, not impressing me on on this end after that ashka and lana gets another win two weeks in a row over natty and 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 shanna blazler pretty impressive there i i i know that we're gonna have them them two going for the tag title really, really soon. It'd be pretty cool to see Lana after all the pain and suffering that she's had to go through the tables to maybe win a title. That'd be pretty cool. After that, Cedric Alexander getting a singles win over Xavier Woods. Pretty good match there. Hurt business, obviously, ringside. Sticking their nose in when they don't need to, but they did. And then for the main event, we had uh, 
or not for the main event. After that, we had AJ Styles, I'm sorry, in a triple threat match where he got the win over Keith Lee and Matt Riddle to be the number one contender at tables, ladders, and chairs coming up here at the end of the month. He's going to face Drew. That's pretty cool. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I'd like to see AJ Styles on top again. I like him. I always have. After that match, we had Dana Brooke getting her, her uh, win after she stuck her face in a little bit earlier in the night. While Ricochet was fighting, that's kind of why Ricochet lost, but uh, she was up against Reckoning, a.k.a. Mia Yim. Mia Yim's face mask came off. Pretty embarrassing after that. Ali got in the ring, fired her from what they're saying. We'll just hear a little bit more about that coming up this Monday, but uh, like I said, that storyline is not very good in my opinion, but that's only my opinion. After that, it was the main event of the night. It was Drew McIntyre and his old buddy Sheamus tagging up once again, taking on Miz and Morrison. It was a uh, DQ because AJ Styles coming in to attack and uh, putting his foot down saying he's not scared of Drew. So that's kind of how Raw ended up this week, guys. Pretty good show. Like I said, there was some bad comedy mixed in there, but all in all, good wrestling. We'll move it right on to Tuesday Night Impact. There's a lot to go with this, but we can't talk about it just yet. So we'll just run down the winners and losers of Impact, and I'll have a lot more to say about that here a little bit later on. Uh, Motor, C- Motor, City- Motor City Machine Guns getting the win over Triple XL. The uh, Knockouts Tag Team Tournament was continued on that night. Jordan Grace and Return of Jazz, folks. Yes, let me know what you think. Is it <laughs> is it past time for Jazz, or is it cool to see Jazz back in the ring? For me, personally, I think it's pretty cool because I always was a Jazz fan. But anyways, they get the win. They get to move on in the uh, Women's Tag Team Knockout Tournament that got going on there in Impact. After that, we had... Uh, Johnny Swinger getting uh, going up against Cody Deaner, but it ended up being a no contest. Why? Because uh, Eric Young and his boy Joe making another presence known two weeks in a row. Boy, they're looking tough and they're mean in business. After that, we had the Raju getting his ex champ put on the line against Crazy Steve. Crazy Steve just not eligible to pull the win out, so it's the champ stays. After that, the main event of the night, the match of the night, in my opinion, out of all these, I love both these guys. Willie Mack getting the win over Chris Bay. But I must note, you know, uh, earlier in the night, Ken Shamrock was trying to make an entrance and was not allowed in. He was suspended for 30 days, but he did threaten when he comes back, he's putting his hands on somebody. We'll have to wait and see what happens. But what I wanted to talk about after the main event, Moose attacked Matt. Rich Swan come to help, though. And uh, b- But while he was distracted, Chris Bay putting his hands on Swan. The show ends with Chris Bay standing over Swan. We'll have to see what goes forward. Like I said, I got a lot more to talk about Impact here in just a little bit. After that, we move straight into Wednesday night, NXT. The go-home show for War Games this weekend. We'll talk about that scrambled eggs coming up just in a little bit here. But starting the night out with a tag team match, Leon Ruff, Damian Priest getting the win over Escobar and Mendoza. You know, kind of a, a different style of a match, not who you expected. But these two here are getting ready to fight this Sunday. Uh, pretty interesting that they're still tagging, but yet they, you know, put their differences aside to get the win. After that, we had a uh, prep match. Uh, Cameron Grimes getting the win over Austin Gray, but the strap was brought to the ring by uh, Dexter Loomis. You know, just a little bit of teaser what we're going to see Sunday between them two. We'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later on, like I said. After that, Jake Alice getting a solid win as it was dedicated to Pat Patterson. R.I.P. to Pat Patterson, that's right. 
Unfortunately, we lost another great one this week. Uh, seems like we've been losing one about every other week, unfortunately. But uh, we'll just we'll keep our heads high and remember all the good things about Pat- Patterson. And like I said, Jake Atlas, Atlas dedicating that match to him. After that, Emporium and the crazy, crazy or the young Grizzly vets got into a no contest. Mm, not really my favorite ever. I just kind of putting the nose in where it doesn't belong. <sighs> I'm still stuck on the uh, Undisputed Era. Obviously, we've seen Pat McAfee show up tonight and talk a little, or that night as well. But in the night out, we had a advantage match for this Sunday with the women's, and it was Shotzi Blackheart getting the win over Raquel Gonzalez, and that means Shotzi's team will have the advantage going into war games. So, pretty important match for her. Pretty big advantage. That means she'll get to choose who goes in and all that great thing. So let me know what you guys think. NXT was a decent show, but now we're going to get into the last show of the week, and it was my favorite of the week. I'm just going to give you the spoiler. It was Winter is Coming, AEW Dynamite. They turned it up, and like you heard at the very beginning, that's right, Sting showed up. And that's all I need to say. I don't even need to tell you who won, who lost. Sting showed up. That's all I got to say. No, just kidding. Let's jump right in, man. They had a great, great match. They started out with the uh, Diamond Ring Battle Royal, which was very interesting. The inner circle kind of held their own, stayed out of everybody's way, waited for things to thin out, and then it turned against them as it ends up next week, MJF, Orange Cassidy, will go one-on-one to see who gets the Diamond Ring. Orange Cassidy trying, or excuse me, MJF trying to be two year in a row recipient. We'll have to see how that goes. But there's also some great storylines that came out of there. If you didn't see it, go back and watch it. Very, very interesting. After that, Chris Jericho, Frankie Carzarian getting a great match in. I'm just going to say this was one of Chris Jericho's better matches in the last few weeks. He put it all on the line, was doing his flips, doing his regular moves. With a little bit of help, he gets the Judas effect on Frankie and gets the win. Like I said, a solid match. But uh, after that, a little scuffle between the inner circle. And now we'll find out this week coming up. Either they straighten things out between each other or there's no more inner circle. Man, my daughter's going to be sad if that happens. Let me know what you guys think out there. Like, share, subscribe. Easingbees.org. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts at, or follow us on YouTube. After that, Britt Baker showing up. She gets the win over legit Leela Hirsch, but after the match is over, her arch ne- new arch nemesis, Thunder Rosa, coming in for the attack. Rebel, Reba, whatever you want to call her. She's trying to help out. Things weren't working out for Britt. Finally, they get separated. Everybody had to come out. The Jerry chants come from the crowd. I might add, this crowd was very, very full. Over a thousand people, they say. It sounded like oh, close to a good live event. After that, the co-main event. This is where our boy came out. That's right. It was Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes getting the win over FTW. Powerhouse Hobbs and, and Ricky Starks. But after the match, Powerhouse and Starks started pounding back on them. Here comes Brian Cage, FTW, looking to have the advantage. Dustin Rhodes came out trying to help. It didn't work, and then all of a sudden, poof, lights went out. And I wasn't sure what was going to happen, and I'm sure if you haven't heard, you know now. That's right. He showed up, and that place went crazy. 
It was like a real live event. I have chills talking about it. It made me feel like a kid again. I know that uh, the chances of him wrestling aren't going to be very huge, but we'll talk a little bit more about that in the scrambled eggs segment. But that's right. After things settled down, Sting put his foot down. Everybody scrambled. And we went into the main event of the evening, the heavyweight title on the line, Kenny Omega, John Moxley. And I'm going to be honest with you, before the match started, I had a weird feeling that the title was going to change hands. Well, I was right. Kenny Omega coming out the successor, but that's not the story. The story is Don Callis at the uh, commentator booth once again for his nephew, so to speak, Kenny Omega. And as Omega was looking to be in trouble... It looked as if Don Callis rolls in with the microphone, somehow gets it to the ring. Omega uses it on Moxley. Next thing you know, we get the one week an angel, one, two, three, and a new champion. And before we could even blink our eye, Omega and Callis are loading up in a Suburban and telling us they'll tell us on Tuesday all about it. Well, that's what I don't want to roll into what I was speaking about earlier about Impact. Tuesday night is Impact. So I think we're having something here, maybe a merge. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm excited about it. I know everybody on Twitter is talking about it. It's very, very impressive. Not anybody, or excuse me, no, anybody's seen this coming. The swerve out of left field. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. It could be more than what we, or not as much as what we think. Could just be a little one-off, two-off. That could be it. We do know one thing. Sting is in for two years. Like I said, I don't think he's going to be wrestling. I think there's going to be a bigger role to be played as like a mentor, maybe coach role. That's what I'm hoping for. Let me know what you guys think out there, guys. Like, share, subscribe, follow us at easeandbees.org. Hey, big special guest coming back this week on the meet. That's right. I had to bring him back. It's that time of the year. My man Scotty Long here with us this week. He's going to talk all the holiday fitness, everything you need to know. He's got some great news and notes to talk about as well as where you can find him at if you're ready to get in shape. So stay tuned. My boy Scotty Long coming up next. All right, fans. Well, as promised, another returning guest this week. But this one is very important to all you listeners out there. He's going to give us all the ideas and all the fitness smart things we need to know leading forward. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome back one of my great friends here in Colorado. He's the lead trainer of the Colorado Mammoth. He's the lead trainer of Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling. It's Scotty Long. What's happening, Ed? How are you, man? Great, man. How are you, bro? Good to see you again. Good to see you, too. I'm uh, I'm excited to, to be back on the show. It looks like you've... Uh, uh, since we last talked, you've you've compiled a bunch of episodes, and and uh, you're in heading in the right trajectory, and and the sh- show's doing pretty well. How's uh how's it been so far for you? Man, nose to the grind. I'm having a blast. Good. Uh, like, That's I all that matters. Living out my dream. Uh, it, it doesn't get any better. I, I mean, obviously, we could have a lot more support and all that good things, but hey, yeah. we'll just keep grinding. That's all we're doing here. How yeah. about yourself? How's things on your side? since we've talked last yeah man you know um obviously with uh with all the the pandemic and the covid stuff going on um it's obviously a a a difficult challenge to try and wrap our head around um 
you know, there's, there's been outbreaks, there's been uh, restrictions, especially here in, in Denver and Denver County where uh, fast performances and uh, kind of where I live and stuff. So, you know, we're trying to, trying to do our best to make sense of it all and, and make sure that everybody's safe and, you know, abiding by what, what restrictions uh, we have to abide by. Um, but for the most part, man, you know, we're, uh, we're still chugging along. Everybody's, everybody's on the grindstone from, uh, here at fast performance with, uh, with our gym memberships and, and the kids that are working with the baseball trainers and strength and conditioning and with me. And then obviously, um, you know, we're doing what we have to, um, with, uh, with Rocky mountain pro. And, uh, it's, uh, it's been pretty cool. Cause actually, you know, Fortunately, but unfortunately, uh, RMP had to kind of kind of pivot from going to live shows to doing some tapings here in Fast Performance. So a couple weeks ago, we actually transformed the gym into like a small uh, small little arena, and we had the the lights set up, the ring Man, set it was up. Like the old days, it was yeah. like the old NWA days, like TBS style, bro. Yeah, it was awesome, <laughs> man. It was it was really put together, and we're uh, we've got another uh, we've got another show streaming show on on Twitch. Uh, this Saturday, so uh, we'll be doing that again in, in fast. So, you know, everybody everybody's making do with the with the hand of of cards that they're dealt and uh, doing the best that we can, buddy. Sure, definitely. I, I I definitely understand. You know, there's only so much you can do, but you know, I, I've been definitely checking everything out there on Twitch, following you guys heavily, watching all the shows. I feel like I'm the poison, bro. Every time now that I've ordered <laughs> tickets to come to a live event, something's happened. And yeah, like I told the champ, I said, man, I, th- I just don't think I'm going to order tickets no more. I'm just going to have to wait it out and maybe either score some free ones or, or just uh, maybe wait till the last second to get in there, make sure the event's going to go on because it's, <laughs> it's been bad luck for me too, man. Going, yeah. that. But I've enjoyed watching what they've set up there at fast performance. I mean, it's a great location. I enjoyed watching, you know, the training days, some days on Twitch as well. It's just cool to watch that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. You know, it's a, it's kind of different for me to, uh, kind of have like a camera, uh, in front of my, and not in front of my face, you know, obviously the whole time, but you know, I just got to make sure that, uh, that I'm hitting all my, all my cues and, and keeping my eyes on, on the guys and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, it's, it's been really fun to, uh, to check that stuff out and, and be involved with, uh, with you obviously. And, uh, with Rocky mountain pro they've, they've had me on a couple of their Twitch shows and stuff. So it's, uh, it's, it's definitely interesting and, and definitely fun. Yeah, definitely. They've been, they've been, uh, mixing up here a lot lately, bringing in some new stuff and yep. showing us some old stuff as well. It's been, it's been cool, but Hey, what I've got you on today for, I want, I want my listeners out there to know the best way to do this. And what it is, is we all know it's holiday season. And with holiday season, Scotty, that brings plenty of gifts, Mm -hmm. but also plenty of food. And we all know from fast performance, that's, you know, that's your main gig. So can you give my listeners out there a run around or maybe not a run around, let's say a right way to do things for this holiday season? Yeah, absolutely, man. And, uh, 
you know the the first thing uh, the first thing that we'll kind of talk about is is some low hanging fruit, and then we'll kind of dive into what the what really needs to happen for for folks to be successful. And uh, the first thing is is you know we've we've got to have some sort of physical activity, and that can be and you know that's that's definitely tougher with all the restrictions uh, during COVID and at yeah. gyms and stuff like that. But you know there's plenty of resources uh, online um, on YouTube or, you know, you can, you don't really need to have a ton of equipment to get a good workout in, uh, at your home or, or in your basement. Um, you know, it's, it's still free to go outside and go for a run or, or go for a bike ride. Obviously it's a, a little bit chilly. So, uh, dress warm for that. But the main thing is, is, you know, we still want to promote, um, good physical activity. Uh, I know it's super easy to, to kind of get caught up on, uh, your Netflix shows. And I know the, the new PlayStation and Xbox came out. So if you're fortunate enough to get one of those, you know, you're probably gaming out on that, but you know, making sure that you take a break, uh, and, and take time for, for yourself. Um, and then, you know, you mentioned, uh, there's, there's tons of good food. And, uh, my, my wife makes, uh, a delicious pecan pie and we were definitely grubbing on that. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and and (laughs) say that I'm a, I'm a saint of nutrition, but, um, you know, you, you've really got to be mindful of, of what you eat and the, the amount that you eat. You know, I know Thanksgiving was just around the corner. So hopefully those, uh, those leftovers are, are, pretty much gone through. But, um, you know, if you start to feel hungry, if you start to feel like you need a little bit of a snack, um, this is a really great opportunity to pick up, um, you know, some vegetables, some fruit, something with, with good fiber in it and nothing, you know, staying away from the processed stuff and, um, you know, staying away from the sugars and all the treats that, uh, grandma and your wife and, or your husband Mm -hmm. is, are, is making and stuff like that. So, um, you know, once you start to get those little hunger pains, man, you've, you've got to make wise choices. And on top of that too, you know, I know there's, there's tons of delicious, uh, drinks out there, adult beverages out there around this time. And, uh, I think hydration is, is really key. Uh, especially as it gets colder, like you don't feel like you, you need to drink as much water. Um, and so, you know, you still want to, you want, still want to hit your, uh, recommended daily requirements, which is about 64 to, uh, to 80 ounces of water on, on the low end, but a good way to make sure that you're, uh, hydrated is, uh, uh, checking out the color of your pee and it's, it's simple. Uh, so, you know, if you're kind of leaning towards the, the clear side, the light lemonade, um, you're, you're good to go. You're, uh, you've got plenty, plenty of hydration. Um, and if you start to get to that kind of more darker lemonade or that almost apple juice, like you, you've got to drink water. You got issues. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You're not having a good time. Yeah. And, um, you know, it just it just comes comes down to to making sure that you've got the correct in, intake. You're um, kind of uh, eating the rainbow, and what I mean by that is making sure that you've got uh, 
foods that um, are and fr- fruits and vegetables that are kind of different colors, like your your purples in, that you would see kind of in some of your cabbages, eggplants, obviously your greens, reds, uh, dark greens such as your kale or or your spinach and stuff like that, and uh, really making sure that the majority of of your intake is is good, healthy, non processed stuff. Um, and you know, I don't want any listeners to say like. Oh, well, my, my wife makes, uh, or, you know, my significant other makes different colored candies. That's, that's not (laughs) what I'm talking about here, man. So we'll write that one off too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's a tough one, tough one to, to deal with. But, um, another thing that a lot of people don't kind of realize, I I think there's a, a big, um, big push or a big spotlight on eating and drinking. But the other thing that we really want to be mindful of is our sleep quality and our sleep quantity. You know, obviously people are taking off time. Um, you might be coming back from college or from school, or, you know, you've got a couple, couple days, uh, off from work where, um, you know, you can just kind of hang around, hang out and you don't have too much responsibilities, but making sure you still get at least eight hours of sleep every night, um, maintaining a good sleep schedule, just like you would if, if you were, uh, working and, and stuff like that. Uh, and then obviously like good quality sleep, um, eight hours of sleep doesn't mean anything if you're waking up every other hour to, to check your phone or, you know, if you got the TV on or, or something else is, is bugging you. So, um, I would, I would definitely consider taking a look at and, and being honest with yourself is like, you know, am I watching too many, uh, Christmas movies, uh, <laughs> late into the night? You know, I know, I know hey, everybody hey. can binge on that stuff. Yeah, tell me this though, Scotty. Like, what if, uh, say, so to speak, you know, you're getting up multiple times in the night to use the restroom? What, what, mm-hmm. what, what do you uh, could say about that? Maybe down for. Yeah, so um, you know, one one thing that you you can definitely kind of kind of do to help mitigate that is to um, decrease, uh, decrease the amount of fluids that you take in before going to bed. And the other thing is too, is what type of fluids are you taking in? You know, are you having a couple, uh, uh, nightcaps before you go to bed? Are you, you know, having a couple beers or, you know, adult beverages or a cup of coffee before you go to bed, which I highly do not recommend. Drinking <laughs> caffeine before yeah, no you go Red to Bulls, bed. no coffees. Yeah. But you know, as we know, uh, alcohol and caffeine, those are two diuretics. And so what that means is, uh, they flush our system and, and try and flush all the, all the fluids out. And so, you know, if you're having a couple before bed, um, you know, really limit that or make sure that your last one is, is, uh, a couple hours before you go to bed. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Good advice there, Scotty. Yeah. Thanks. Um, and so, you know, the, the last thing that I, that I really want to kind of hit home on is, uh, creating good habits for, uh, for physical activity. Um, I've got a couple, um, couple lines of, of research that I did, a couple articles that, that I sent you and you, you could definitely post in the, in the show notes for, for our Absolutely. listeners to check out. But, um, last year Bloomberg came out and said that, um, about a third of all new year's resolutions are, are fitness based either that 
includes being more physically active or you want to lose weight or you want, um, you know, you want to eat better, whatever. Uh, a third of those are fitness based. And, um, what the, what the studies show is like, yeah, every, you know, everybody knows that they want to, uh, be need to be more physically fit and, and take care of the bodies. But, um, the, the habits aren't there, uh, to, to help reinforce what your goals are. And, uh, some of the, some of the numbers that I saw out there, uh, this was from the New York post, I think in like 2016 that, uh, CrossFit reported that 37% of the members that got their membership for Christmas or, or during the new year's 30 seven percent of those members drop their membership by by february wow not even yeah. two months yeah oh a month really a month, yeah a month like and a that's month it month and some change <laughs> it's and not even a cup of coffee you know no yeah <laughs> and so and then uh they also and market watch and and the new york post kind of had very similar data where um uh for gym, just general gym memberships, like at your 24 hour fitness or, or wherever, uh, you know, your big kind of big chain gyms, a third dropped off their membership within a month. And, um, in June, less than 50% of those people that signed up in January are still going to the gym. And by October, only 22% of those people are still going to the gym. So, you know, you look at, you look at the first month of gyms losing their, the 33% of, of membership. Now, you know, a lot of people are still paying for that membership, but they're not taking advantage of that. And I think that that really kind of, um, coincides with creating a good habit or not creating a good habit within, uh, the first, that first month or even leading up to, to new year's, like, you know, it's December 1st. And I know personally, like I need to probably eat a little bit better or I need to, uh, do some things better. And so that, that new year's resolution actually can start right now. Right. Right. An early start would always be better than a late start. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, there's a, there's an awesome book out there called, uh, the power of habit by, um, oh shoot. I wrote his name down, uh, but I can't, can't remember it. Uh, power of habit. Awesome book. I apologize for not remembering the author's name. I never remember the author's name. So this is, this is kind of par for the course for me, but um, there's a, there's something called a habit loop where you create a cue and what that cue could be is uh, setting your alarm clock um, at an earlier time to wake up earlier to get Charles Dunhill. Yes, absolutely. There you go. Thank you. Gotcha. Um, maybe pronounce his last name wrong, but Hey, yeah, I didn't want to leave you hanging. I got your back, bro. Thanks man. Yeah. Um, so creating a cue, setting your alarm clock or, um, laying out your gym clothes, uh, in front of your bedroom door to make, you know, where you have to put them on. Uh, and it can be like a super small cue, something like that. And then you can build upon that cue. Uh, and then the next part of that loop is a routine. And so, okay, if my cue is, my, my cues are, uh, waking up to 
my alarm at, you know, six o'clock and putting on my gym clothes, then I go to the gym and I work out what's my reward. And your reward can be uh, really anything, um, you know, that, that feel good feeling that, that you get after a good workout or, you know, if you uh, have a, a delicious breakfast, a good nutritious bre- breakfast that you're really excited about, uh, that can be your reward. And if you just go through that habit circle, um, you're going to create a, a good habit. And there's, um, I think the old adage is, is 21 days to uh create a habit. And I think recent research has shown that actually takes a little bit longer. It's more like 66 days. And so, um, and you can kind of see that in the numbers that were reported in market watch and the New York post and, and Bloomberg where, you know, these, these folks are, uh, potentially creating these habits for a month and and they drop off in in February. Well, you know, maybe that's not enough time for them to really uh put that put that habit in in concrete. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Almost like that, you know, it recycles obviously the next year around, but yeah, I get mm-hmm. where you're going, you know. It's like they're just they're close and they're almost there to getting into that routine and that perfect cycle and then they give up. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm one. Of, I'm that type as well. I, I can't lie to you. You know, I, I probably told you a few times. I'm out of shape. I need to come see you. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I just had a little bit of wrist work done, so it's gonna be oh, a little buddy. bit longer. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I'm the same way. I, I'm a creature of habit where I have a lot of the same routines. But I, I'm I'm honest with you, Scott. When it comes to continuing them every single day, day in day out, there's days where I slip up, and then you know, I find myself having to restart over almost all the way again. It's kind of, you know, disheartening in a way, kind of yeah. beat you down. And yeah, I think my listeners sure. could probably out there could probably vouch for me a little bit too. I'm sure people are in the same kind of boat, maybe not exact, but you know, what, what's yeah. a good advice to kind of, kind of get, you know, I'm looking for that goal. That's what I'm saying. You know, what's my, you know, what's my outcome? You know, even though I know there is a great routine, great system, uh, there's eventually going to be a time where I'm just kind of bored with it, you know? And I think, I, I think what my listeners need to hear is what, what's the best way for us to start setting better goals, you know, to help ourselves with not only just health, but you know, our life in general. Yeah. And I think I, 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 I think that uh, that's a really good point, and I appreciate you kind of opening up on about that. And you know, I know I know it's it's kind of disheartening for sure when when you miss that date. But you know, such is life. Like life's going to happen, and things are going to throw you off the tracks and stuff like that. And I think it really comes down to um, creating like short term and long term goals, and making sure that those. Um, uh, that those goals are what they call smart goals and what smart goals are, are there, um, uh, the, the smart goals is, is kind of a, uh, abbreviation for, um, making sure that it's specific. So you want to, you know, not just say, well, I want to lose weight. Well, how much weight do you want to lose? How much weight do you want is your end goal, your long-term goal? Um, And then break that down to, okay, in three weeks, I want to lose five pounds. Okay, so that's specific. And then the other thing that we can do is have it measurable. And, you know, that could be 
you know, out of 10 days, I want to make sure, or out of seven days, I want to make sure that I exercise at least four days. And so you can go through your calendar and mark off the days that, that you went and worked out or the days that you had uh, physical activity and then make that into a long-term goal over a month. You know, how many days out of the month do I want to, uh, do I need to, um, do I need to go work out? And then, you know, is this attainable? Is this something that, that is actually attainable for you in the short term and in the long term? Like for me, I know I'm never, um, I'm never going to be, you know, a, 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 a high caliber athlete. Like those, those days are far behind me. And so you want to make sure that you're not setting yourself up for failure here in the short term and in the long term. And, you know, is it relevant to you? Um, is this something that, uh, that you actually, uh, aspire to do or, or really want to do? You know, I would never, um, for me, uh, I, I appreciate the mixed martial arts and, and I appreciate what, what those men and women do to sacrifice and, um, put their bodies on the line to compete, but that's just not for me. So I wouldn't really train as a mixed martial artist because that's, it's not relevant to me. And then what the T stands for is, is time bound, you know, um, you know, how much time am I going to give myself to lose this amount of weight or, um, drop this amount of, of body fat percentage or be able to run X amount of, of miles. So, um, and just kind of breaking those down into short term and, and long term, uh, goals is, is something that, uh, that anybody can do. Definitely. Definitely. It's a great idea. I suggest it for everybody out there listening, especially if you're trying to lose those extra pounds or stay in shape, you know, during these tough times when it's, like we said, so much great food at the table, so much great breakfast items, as we might add here on oh, these yeah. and these podcasts. Well, that's good, good, good advice there, Scotty. Um, you know, I was winding things down here on the meat segment. I only got a couple good questions for you, but I want to make sure that you got everything out of your bank that you need my listeners to know for their, all their great ideas going forward in this holiday season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and we'll kind of, uh, I kind of want to touch on, uh, you know, obviously COVID-19 is, has been a, Ugh, a uh, headache. It's been a headache. A headache. It's been a nightmare. It's been yeah. everything above. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not been fun for anybody. Let's, let's keep it at that. And before, before I kind of go into these uh, considerations and, and recommendations, I want to just preface this that I'm not a medical doctor. Um, I'm not a, uh, an expert on COVID-19 in, in no uh, way, shape or form. So, um, you know, this is, this is something that I kind of pulled off and, uh, there's a, there's an article, uh, from the, uh, HSS journal, uh, and it's considerations for return to exercise following mild to moderate COVID-19 and the recreational athlete. And again, I'm not a doctor, so please do not take my word as, uh, as, as the gospel, but, um, back in, back in August, uh, well back in like May, June, July, you know, personally, I couldn't think of anybody that had been effect in, infected by uh, COVID-19. And, you know, it was like, you know, where's, where are all these numbers coming from? Like, I personally don't know anybody. And, 
you know, here we are in, in November and I'll be, I'll be the first one to, to tell you that, you know, unfortunately myself and, and my family, like we, we tested positive for COVID in uh, late September, early October. And, you know, I've had family members and I've had uh, friends and, you know, the, the spider web just kind of keeps branching sure. out and out and out. So, you know, obviously people are getting affected by this and a lot of people want to get back to exercise uh, for, um, you know, for their personal uh, satisfaction and, and for their physical goals. And um, there's, there's just a couple of considerations. Uh, and again, if, if you guys want to dive deeper into this article, I highly suggest you check it out. Um, and it'll, it'll definitely be in the show notes, but they, they looked at the cardio, the cardiac system, the pulmonary system, um, gastrointestinal and, uh, kind of the, the, the blood system and, and musculoskeletal system. And there's just a, a few couple things that, um, that, that are recommended. And for the cardiac system, you want to take about a two week rest period after resolution of, of symptoms. Um, but patients with like myocarditis, which is, uh, inflammation of, of the, uh, tissue around the heart associated with COVID. Uh, they recommend that you rest from exercise for three to six months. Obviously you want to follow up with your physician or your cardiologist, um, your pulmonary system. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of up in the air right now. Um, but again, it's, it's a gradual return. If you have any underlying history of pulmonary disease, you, you need to seek guidance from this. Um, and you know, if you, you have any issues that, that, you know, it's hard for you to breathe or you have pain while breathing, or, you know, you just can't seem to catch your breath. Like you, you need to go seek uh, physical help. Um, and you know, each, uh, each like general pattern of, of symptomology is, is different for everyone for COVID-19. Right. So this yeah. is definitely not like a blanket statement again. Um, and you know, you should not resume exercise if you still have a fever or uh, dyspnea, which, which means that your, your heart's kind of fluttering, or if you have a cough, chest pain, or, or palpitations. Um, anybody with underlying cardio or pulmonary con conditions, again, consult your physician. Um, and uh, and uh, for the mild to moderate uh, healthy patient with kind of self-limited course of COVID-19, who's been asymptomatic for seven days, may begin resuming physical activity about at 50%. So you want to be doing about 50% of, of what you're doing before you got sick. Right. Um, like of, light walking kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah, not hopping all the way in. You just kind of ease yourself into it. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of, a lot of the data, you know, obviously we're, we're still learning about this bug, um, as, as each day goes forward, but a lot of this was kind of pulled from what we saw in 2003 with, uh, with SARS. SARS uh, yeah. it's, it's all kind of, I, I guess these, these viruses, weird that are, how it is relevant, you yeah, know, that, yeah, that's for sure. strange. Yeah. Um, and then kind of the last thing, uh, that I'll talk about is, uh, again, in the initial phases of return to exercise after recovery, um, it's, it's recommended that a, a gradual guided activity modification, 
such as the 50, 30, 20, 10 rule. Uh, so what that means is over the course of four weeks, the first week you want to do about 50% of, of kind of where you're at. And if you feel okay with 50%, then step that up to about 30%. If you feel okay with that and you're not having any other symptoms or any other, any other issues, take that up to 20, 20%. And then the following week, again, if you don't have any issues, take that up to, to 10%. But um, highly, 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 highly recommend anybody that's interested in, in this for considerations to return to exercise to check this article out. Definitely, definitely. And talking a little bit about that while we're on that subject, sure. I mean, obviously we're here in Colorado and the craziness that just happened last weekend with them and the football team. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's mind boggling to me that, that obviously we we're learning more and more about it as, as it went forward. But you know, it's mind boggling that these guys aren't, aren't trying to take more precautions with themselves, knowing that, you know, this isn't a joke. The, you know, they're, they're more, capable of maybe catching this the most because you know mm-hmm. of the travel and everything else but it's just it boggles my mind on that situation and what's your thoughts on, on what's really going on here not just maybe just the broncos but the nfl in general on how they're taking this yeah you know it's it's definitely interesting i'm not i'm not super uh well versed on the exact um exact like testing protocols and, and the, uh, repercussions if, if somebody tests positive and, you know, if you have a, a couple of people test positive and stuff like that, like, you know, it's, it, it seems kind of a little bit up in the air and, and that's just me kind of being a, a fan and not really, I agree. uh, putting my athletic trainer hat it's on. It's like that changes by yeah. the minute, well, not right. step over you, but you know what I mean? Like every, every other day, it seems like the rules are different or the, right. You know, and policies. you know, I kind of, there might be, again, there might be like a, a preconceived notion where, you know, obviously NFL players are uh, the top 1% or less one less than 1% of, of athletes uh, in as in terms of physical condition, um, you know, physical preparedness for uh, high-level athletic performance and stuff like that, and you know, kind of what we're we're what we're seeing with COVID is, you know, the the better your immune system or the more uh, physically active and, and capable of that you are, you know, COVID, the, the symptoms might not be as bad, and so, you know, I don't think I don't think there's a lot of folks that that take it too seriously or maybe don't take it too seriously uh just based off of like well you know so and so had it and they said that they had a cold you know it felt like a a bad cold and you know obviously i want to be respectful for um you know all the people that have unfortunately passed away due to covid or or contracting covid or you know having a rough time and and having to uh go on a, a ventilator and and you know multiple days in the hospital like i'm obviously want to be respectful of of those individuals and and those families but you know just it just kind of seems that uh, a lot of folks aren't um if if they're in better physical shape they they may or not be taking it too seriously because they're seeing yeah, and it seems like the turnaround is a little yeah. bit quicker maybe I, I, yeah yeah you know the, the rules are the rules they should you yeah. know they should definitely stick to that and make sure they, they keep them safe as far as everybody else that's going to be in contact with them but yeah yeah it's yeah just, you I, know because you want to you want to be respectful of 
um, the the folks that work at the stadium, you know, there might be an, an older gentleman or older lady working at the stadium that might be in close contact with uh, with these players and stuff like that. But you know, it's it's just kind of unfortunate where um, it, it seems that every game and and every day's in jeopardy for uh, for the major sports leagues. Um, just based off of you know folks maybe not taking it too seriously and um doing doing what is asked of them to to make sure that they keep their job definitely definitely and obviously on here on the e's and b's we talk a lot of wrestling and that's another one that kind of baffles me a little bit you know you know when this all started roman reigns as we all know used to have leukemia and all that bad stuff and yeah they, they made a big deal about you know him even being being around and you know this is definitely nothing for him to be taking a chance on mm-hmm. well here we are months down the road i feel like we don't know very much more than we already knew back then but you know he's returned to work and you know he's put himself at risk around these right. people but you know they're doing a very good job i think there as well as keeping themselves quarantined when things happen making sure they, you know, are going through all the procedures and stuff. But it just – it baffles me a little bit knowing in the back of my mind that, or if I was in his shoes, you know, that there's still that slight chance that – Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely. Control it, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's that's kind of the the thing is, you know, I I would suspect and assume that, that the WWE um, has taken – has obviously learned about, you know, what testing protocols are, are the best testing protocols. And, you know, to be honest, like when this whole thing hit, uh, I was talking with, uh, one of the, uh, one of the staff members with, with the mammoth and he, he happens to be close with collegiate athletics and kind of the rumor around March was, well, the NCAA is going to, um, still have March madness, make their money. And then they're going to cancel spring sports. And then once March madness was, was canceled, like everybody's like, Holy cow, man, like this thing's for real. real." And you know, I, I I would be honest with you. Like I was, I was scared to, um, scared to kind of be out in public because I, I, nobody knew how bad this was. And, you know, I think, um, I think the obviously the WWE and, and Roman Reigns would have put themselves in in great jeopardy if they didn't feel confident about the the testing protocols and and making sure that you know everybody's staying safe and and everybody's staying healthy. Yeah, definitely. And I mean the same goes for I'm sure all the other brands as well. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it just like I said, just it, it makes you wonder. Uh, you know, you can only hope for the best for all them guys. Yeah. Hey, as we're keeping things rolling here, Scotty, I got a couple questions for you. I want to take it off the subject just for a minute out there for my listeners. Absolutely. I think this will be pretty interesting for them. We're going to dive into a little bit of your life, buddy. All right. <laughs> no, just kidding. Here you go. <laughs> I got I got a question for you. If there's a movie about your life, who's playing you and why? Oh man, um, that's a really good one. Uh, I think, oh man, I think Shia LaBeouf would be would be a pretty good one because uh, he's funny. Like he's he's f- obviously like early in his career, he was pretty funny. 
Um, and then like he could be serious at times. I think Shia LaBeouf would, would be a, a pretty good one. Sheesh. Maybe, uh, yeah, I think Shia LaBeouf's like maybe the first one that comes, okay. comes to mind. Like, obviously I'm not going to say, uh, like Chris Evans or, uh, Chris Helmsworth. Cause I'm hey, not, this is your movie. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, I know. On, but like. I, I want to, I wanted to be a, a, a I mean, little bit. We're not bit. picking the hunch back in the arm here. I mean, you know, we're, we're, <laughs> yes, we're talking your movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Shia LaBeouf would would do uh, do a pretty good job. All right, I, I agree. I kind of see a little slight resemblance. I know yeah. my wife would love that. It's one of her favorite actors. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Hey, bouncing a little bit around here. Uh, I know a little bit about it, but I want you to tell my fans and my listeners a little bit about it. You did a little trip just not too long ago. Before it obviously got a little bit crazy, you made yeah. a trip out there to the combine at OVW. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome. And, uh, uh, Yaden and I, we were fortunate enough to, uh, to go out there. Um, Al Snow and, and Chad Miller, who are, who are kind of the two heads of OVW, uh, invited us out to help evaluate the, uh, the talent. And there was, there was probably 30, close to 30 participants. And the, the first part uh, there in Louisville was that uh, Norton Sport performance where where uh, Chad has a lot of ties and and he's he's really involved with uh, the Norton uh, Medical Group and they've got this huge awesome facility where they did um, a lot of performance testing with uh, squat bench pull ups body comp um, some agility drills, some memory and agility drills, vert jump. And so I kind of helped out with that. And, um, you know, uh, I was, I was kind of wearing two different hats. There was a, there was one participant that, that ended up sustaining a, a little bit of an injury. Uh, they were able to, to get back into it. So I was able to kind of help them out and identify, uh, help identify what's going on and then obviously help you know, count reps and, and sets and stuff like that. Um, and it was really cool. It was really cool. Uh, we had, uh, seven, seven, eight folks from Rocky mountain pro come out and participate. Let me see. Lilith, Bruce, Atiba, Damon, Balaam, Chongo, uh, Kelly Dowdy, who is uh, <laughs> one of our refs and uh, commentators Commentator, yeah. like huge shout out to Kelly. Like um, obviously he's not going out there to, to earn a wrestling spot, but you know, he did every, every test and, and physical nice. test to the best of his ability. So shout out to him. Um, who else am I missing? Jumbo Jumbo was out there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Man, that's I was a good group, you know, yeah. from Rocky mountain. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I was really, strong. Yeah, really proud of of them and um, their their abilities, and um, you know, got really good feedback from from Al and Chad. And then uh, we went over to the Davis Arena where um, Sin Bodie and uh, uh, a couple of the other coaches uh, put them through a uh, in ring uh, kind of test or in ring challenge. And you know, it was it was a long uh, long challenge where they where they had to use uh, a lot of different in ring abilities and stuff. And, um, based off of that, a couple of, couple of our guys were able to perform in that night's show. And, uh, Kelly even got a, got a ref nice. in, in the show. Nice. And then a uh, couple of them stuck around for a little bit longer and, uh, 
performed in in a, a taping later on that week. So, um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. And, you know, I want to thank uh, Al and Chad for, for having me out there to, to help out and um, do whatever I could to, to make this thing be successful. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm jealous. I hope maybe sometime in the future I'll be kind of like Kelly and get to tag along. And uh, yeah, definitely not a <clears throat> excuse me, wrestling talent, but I'd love to do all that stuff just to see where I stood up with the boys, you know? Yeah, it was, it was before I get too old. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And, uh, I don't think they've announced. So this, this combine was for like a, basically like a full ride scholarship. Uh, okay. Okay. Over at OVW. So basically the way that they're set up is, is like a trade school and they're able to give out like scholarships and, uh, you know, help out with tuition and stuff. And, you know, if you get, get the call back, you have the opportunity to, um, live there in, in Louisville. Uh, you get set up with like a part-time job, uh, your training's free, your strength and conditioning's free and, and stuff like that. And so, you know, it's, it's almost like you get a, a full ride scholarship, like a division one athlete. So, um, and, it's, and it's a you huge... can't beat the experience and, and all the knowledge you're going to get from Al Snow and all them people no. there either. There's no way, you know, that's just no. the best thing about it. that's really cool man i hope you yep. i hope one of our guys out here gets the chance to do that that'd be really swell Absolutely. if not i'm sure you know in the future it'll happen yeah yeah i think i think there's there's a couple of our, our of our guys that definitely pique some interest i don't want to spoil it but uh absolutely not yeah <laughs> right on right on well scotty we're winding things down here i've got one more question for you buddy what do you got it's not really a hard one. It's a good one. Obviously, breakfast related here on the E's and B's podcast. Ooh. If there was a wrestler you could eat breakfast with, dead or alive, my man, who would it be? Mm. You know what? Uh, I don't think I don't think I would. It would be a wrestler uh, right now. Um, it's it would be obviously someone in the in the wrestling industry, and that'd be a good old Jr. Uh, Jim Ross. Man, you couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good good selection. Yeah, and I I just got done uh, listening to his uh, newest book, Under the Black Hat, and just kind of talking, you know, obviously about uh, cool stories from his past and stuff like that. But um, how he's been able to to stay in professional wrestling for you know thirty plus years and and work with some of the biggest names, and then you know wearing different. Uh, no pun intended wearing hats. different hats <laughs> within the WWE and, and now AEW. Like I would, I would love to have like, you know, kind of a, a candid conversation with that guy and, you know, be able to uh, sit down and, and pick his brain. A hundred percent agree with you. Uh, I listen to him weekly. I love him to death. I hope I get his book for Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's good, man. You will not I, be disappointed. I could definitely, I would definitely go for a breakfast with Jr. and, and Tony. I mean, yeah, it would turn into a dinner because I probably wouldn't want to leave. Yeah, I have to ask so much, and I, yeah. I, I enjoy it. So I, I agree. That's probably one of the better ones I've had. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it'd be be cool, man. And you know, it's I, I follow him on uh, social medias and listen to his podcast and stuff too. And um, you know seems seems like a genuine good guy definitely yeah one of my like i said the best out there my favorite i follow him on everything as well well how about this what are you guys having how about oh, that? 
Well, I think, uh, you know, with him being a good old Oklahoma boy, we're probably going to have to have to go down like more of a country style breakfast with like maybe a chicken fried steak, um, probably some uh, biscuits and gravy, probably some potatoes um, and, you know, just keep the coffee coming. Oh, man, you're making my mouth water. Yeah, I know. Well, hopefully maybe one day before it's too late, we can make that happen. Absolutely. Well, Scotty, before I get you out of here, is there anything else you want to tell my listeners about fast performance or anything you got going on from now or for maybe 2021? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if you get, if, uh, the listeners out there need some, uh, need some help or need some guidance, uh, be it injury management, um, or strength and conditioning performance type stuff, you know, obviously, um, our, our door is open to, to everyone, uh, 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 across the population spectrum. Like you don't have to be the the top recruit coming out of high school. You don't have to be the division one football player. You know, we're more, more than willing and, and love to work with uh, the general population. So if you're in the Denver area or, you know, you can, make it work swing on by to fast performance you can check us out more uh at fastcolorado.com uh you can also see us on uh instagram and facebook at fast performance ceo uh you can also check me out uh and shoot me a dm uh on instagram i think that's the the one that i'm probably more uh uh, I checked the most is, uh, Scotty underscore sports med. Um, yeah. And you know, I do, uh, like online sessions and, and stuff like that. So, you know, we're, we're flexible over here and we want to help everybody out, man. That's awesome. Scotty. Once again, it's been awesome having you back. Uh, you've given us plethora full of knowledge for this holiday season to make sure that we come out in 2021 looking a lot better feeling a lot better and obviously staying safe man you know, I, I can't wait to get to see you dude uh, i know i know we gotta make this, this happen over this hump yeah we gotta, we gotta make there. this happen yeah for sure you know i th- hopefully once uh uh some of these capacity restrictions uh kind of lessen up we'd love to love to have you uh come hang out for for like a taping or a show or you know if you want to get a workout in whatever dude definitely Just come on yeah, down we need to work something out going forward like i said i got some humps i gotta get through here yep and then hopefully my new year will be just as good as everybody else's but once again scotty man it's been an honor a pleasure and i can't wait to have you back again in the future well next year obviously yeah yeah but until then buddy stay safe and don't forget to eat your breakfast all right thanks for having me on you bet bud Man, that was such a great interview with Scotty Long. It was so great to have him back. Huge meat segment. I hope you guys got everything you needed to get from him. He had such great information to pass along. If you have any questions, let me know. I'll have all that stuff. Follow us EdenBees.org. Make sure that all of his stuff is there posted for you guys to follow along. But after that, we're moving right in, guys, to the scrambled egg segment. That's right, scrambled eggs. I got a lot of good stuff for you today, all kinds of crazy things to talk about, some predictions. Also, let's see what you guys think. But starting off, jumping right into it, tomorrow night, OVW Christmas Chaos 2020. Listen, folks, if you don't got nothing to do 
Go follow them. They're on Twitter and Facebook. It's 7.30 start time, but there's going to be some big names there. Ace Austin, Brian Pillman Jr. Also, a bunch of great up-and-coming talent. Don't miss it. An Al Snow production. OVW Wrestling Christmas Chaos 2020. Don't miss it. If you have nothing to do, like I said, check it out. I've actually got that and then what I'm about to speak about next here. Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling. Another charged taping going down on Twitch tomorrow night as well. So I've got a uh, a big decision to make because it starts at 8 p.m. and the OVW is at 7.30. It's going to be a coin flip for me here. But those are two big events going down tomorrow night. If you got nothing to do on a Saturday night, great things to watch. Twitch, if you're already a Twitch member, it's free. If not, follow them at Rocky Mountain Pro. All kinds of cool stuff. You'll get caught up on the weekly rewind as well as the live tapings on the weekends when they go down. My boy Dustin Urich, the champion right now. A bunch of other great talent that's been on my show. Lilith Grimm, Jumbo Zamori, Hazard, a bunch of cool people. The big CEO, Mercury Aiden. But obviously, Scotty Long here, he's the head or a trainer there. And he uh, has been on twice now, but this time just giving us some holiday fitness news. That was great. Moving forward here in the Scrambled Egg segment. Sunday night is War Games for NXT TakeOver. We talked a little bit about it earlier in the uh, sunny side up, but let's get into what the card's going to be. On the card, they've got Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes. As I spoke, it's a strap match. My prediction is they're going to put over Cameron Grimes a little bit. I I think that's going to be my prediction on that one. Should be a decent match. We just saw a strap match not too long ago. Well, a dog collar match. I know not the same thing, but... Same realm, if you know what I mean. Let me know what you guys are predicting on that fight. They also got the uh, triple threat matches we spoke. Leon Ruff, the current North American champion. The the nobody, the underdog. Uh, Johnny Gargano, as in uh, Jim Cornette would say, uh, Mr. No Expression. And uh, Damian Priest. I think Damian Priest is going to get the title back. That's my prediction. I think there's going to be some... Some trickery going on, maybe some interference, we'll wait and see. But unfortunately, I think Leon Ruff, his uh, days are over. After that, they're going to be into the War Games experience. It's going to be the Undisputed Era versus what I call the Goons, but it's Pat McAfee's team, guys. Pete Dune, Birch, and Lurkin, and... uh, (laughs) Let's be honest, if Undisputed Era don't win this, I'd be uh, a little shocked. Should be a good match, though. I love War Games going back to the late 80s. Obviously, WCW did it the best, but here recently we know NXT's been taking some of their old school and putting their spin on it, and it's been pretty good. Halloween Havoc, I must say, was pretty decent, so let's see what happens here at War Games. And then I would believe this would be the uh, main event of the evening, Team Shotzi against Team Candice. We've been seeing this feud for weeks now. Shotzi's got Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and To Be Determined on her team. Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm. Should be some solid fights. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know who you guys think is going to win. Like I said, I'm going to go with the Undisputed Era, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, and Team Shotzi. Let me know what you think. That's the Scrambled Egg segment coming up here in just a few moments. I'm going to have Lauren back. We're going to have everybody's favorite segment, the toast. we got a lot to talk about coming up in the month of December. It's a month of giving. 
Obviously, last month was thanks and giving. This month, I'm giving, that's right, one gift all the way till Christmas. So be on the lookout. YouTube, I'll be giving away free stuff off of YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow us at easeandbees.org or wherever you get your podcasts at. But stay tuned. Coming up next, it's going to be The Toast with Lauren. Everybody's favorite segment, it's the toast. Get out your jams, get out your jellies, spread it. Hey, I've got a special guest with me, like I said earlier, it's Lauren. Welcome back, Lauren. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? How Great. is everybody out there? My favorite listeners. Like I was saying, Lauren, it feels like it's been like two months since we did the last podcast. I know. It really has. One week off feels like forever. It does. I know. So much was going on. Yeah. As I spoke earlier, Lauren, what do you think on. about the sting? I was very excited to see your reaction and how excited and how much of a little kid you turned back into last night when he came on. I'm telling you. Not last night, but a couple nights ago. And it, it, it oh, gives yeah. me chills just to talk about it. I wrote down some pros and cons, like, you know. The pros being two shows when maybe Impact merges. I know you're not an Impact fan, but I'm not. let's look at the pros and cons. You know, two shows merging could put the lower card on Tuesday night, the bigger card on Wednesday night. Also, uh, multiple angles. We already know we got an angle going right away with uh, Kenny Mega running with Don Callis back. We'll find out Tuesday night what's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. Depth. To each division. Let's say this. Both women's divisions on AEW and Impact, they could use some help. Yeah. So, well, you put those yeah. together. Hey, who knows? That That's a great thing. Right now, uh, Impact got the tag team tournament going on. We know AEW did that. What? At the beginning of the year? Something like yeah. that. And it helped out. So, that's some more pros. Uh, more creative minds in the back. You know, combining more uh, thoughts to, I'm to not, add for better storylines. I'm not too hot on Impact's creative mind, though. Well, so. you never know. But there could be different angles. Let's look at the con or the pros. I'm saying, yeah, they just uh, better pay per views. I think you could lead up to way better pay per views with you know an invasion angle. My friend uh, Brian, as you guys know from way back when, when we watched the watch along in October, yeah, we. Uh, we discussed just recently, you know, the invasion angle. It could be done just kind of like NWO did. Oh, yeah. This sense, though, we're talking two different leagues, or excuse me, two different brands already established going at it versus a yeah. brand inside of a brand, if that makes sense. Kind of like the, was it Monday Night Wars used to be? In a way, in a way. that It's like when NWO took over WCW. Yeah. So... We could maybe see that. That's a pro. Now, here's the cons. <laughs> no better exposure, because let's face it, Tuesday night impacts okay, but it's not getting a lot of views. No. Wrestlers mm, at more risk, because you're mixing talent that's never wrestled together, talent that don't know each other. You know what I'm saying. I'm not saying definitely somebody's going to get hurt, but I'm just saying your risk is going to be a little bit more. 
Yeah, like that Britt Baker fight the other night with, um, <laughs> what was her name? Uh... Leela, Leela Hirsch, Hirsch, Layla Hirsch, Layla Hirsch, or something like yeah. That. yeah, legit, legit, yeah, legit, Layla Hirsch. Yeah. That's it. I thought that was a shot at Sasha Banks. No, that's my but, that's my next con thing. That's here. the same you thing. Know, what what I got written down here is exactly that. Some of their some of the talent's gonna make some of the other talent look bad. Yeah, it's, like it's just no way around. Britt was just a little too good for. Um, another, another con, bad booking, bad booking, which would lead to exactly what you're saying. Yes. And I don't know. That's, that's just a few cons, a few pros. My opinion, I should have mixed that in with the scrambled eggs, but we got it going here on the, uh, toast here with Lauren. Lauren, I got a couple other things I want to talk about before I turn it over to you. Hey, shout out to the merch is open. It's, if you get it now, you can get it before Christmas. I promise. Yep. Buy it now because if you it's wait cheap. too much longer, you're not gonna have that gift. Right. It's, it's and, gonna and be it's a New good Year's quality, Day present. Good quality. We could speak for it. Yeah. It's very so comfortable. Soft. You I can loved pick my out your shirts. own color. Yeah. You know. Plenty of colors, plenty of styles. And it's not even shirts. It's styles. everything from a phone case to a coffee mug to a to tumbler. A they have you freaking name it. pillows yeah. on there. And like, good prices right now. Also, another shout-out to uh, Tracy Denton. Thank you for listening out there. Also, another shout-out to JR. Uh, we talked about a little bit Scotty Long earlier. He loves JR. I love JR. We're going to yeah, tag him in all it. this stuff. If you guys <laughs> haven't looked at any of his stuff online, check it out. Follow him on his all his podcast. JR's Barbecue. JR's Barbecue. He has some great, great uh, packages for the Christmas time. Check yeah, that out. He really does. Another shout out, like I said, Scotty Long. Had a great time with him. Shout out to OVW. Check them out tomorrow night. Shout out to Rocky Mountain Pro. Another show going on. Twitch tomorrow night. Check them out if you got nothing going on. Yeah, we'll be watching. And then next week's guest, we got something new for you guys. I've got a guy heading off to Seth Rollins Boot Camp in Idaho. He's going to be there for 12 weeks. We're going to catch him before he goes. We're going to catch him halfway and hopefully catch him when it's over. Should be very interesting. Uh, We'll find out all about him next week and what he thinks, the progress, and how it's going to go. It should be awesome. What do you think, Lauren? Yeah, that will be really fun to follow along on his journey. Kind of uh, give everybody an inside scoop of how things play out when you go to something like this. So Definitely, definitely. Excited to hear what he's got to say and uh, see what he does. Absolutely, absolutely. And the last thing I got, Lauren... Is there is a shirt giveaway tomorrow. That's right. Like I said, Uh-oh. every week till Christmas, I'm giving them something away. Tomorrow will be a shirt. So pay attention on YouTube and Facebook. That's Free right. shirt. You just listen to the rules, and I promise I'll send it to you. Proof's on our page, right, Lauren? We've yep. already sent out several uh, things to winners. Yeah. Got they a couple got pictures we're still waiting too. on. Yeah. So... All right, Lauren, with that, I'll turn it over to you, and we'll wrap this thing up. All right, let's wrap it up like a present here. So, all I have really to go over, since we've gone over everything else, is numbers. People, I'm giving you a shout-out for our top cities this week. Um, We haven't done it in a couple weeks, so it has changed a little bit. Um, Number one is Denver, Colorado. Number two is Carmel, Indiana. Three, Fort Collins. Four, Cliché France. Cliché France. I love you, whoever you you guys are out there. They're creeping on us, guys. They're up there. Thank you. 
top top four. There you top are. Top five. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and rounding out the top five, Anderson, Indiana. Six is Bloomington, Indiana. Seven, Windsor, Colorado. Eight, Lancaster, Texas. Tracy. Nine is Dublin, Ireland. Another international. Oh, yeah. And rounding out the top ten for the week of November 30th through December 4th is Moscow, Russia. Woo! If you all can believe it, I can't. Man, it's good to be back. I've had yes, so much fun. Like we said, check the merch out. If you can't find check it, follow us on store. the page. There's all kinds of posts up. Easy access. Yep. Good prices. Good quality. Yes. Small business. Right, Lauren? That's right. Support. Tough times. We need it. <laughs> you bet we do. This is going to be a great <laughs> month, Lauren. we got so many great things coming up. Yeah. I can't wait. But yeah, don't forget, do. tomorrow, be on the lookout. Free shirt giveaway. Uh-oh. That's right. That's right. Well, once again, it's great to be back. Thank you, all you fans. Thank like, you. share, subscribe. Follow us on all the podcast area. And like we always say, Lauren. Yep. Eat your breakfast.